You headed to the Jags Patriots game. Hydrate accordingly. Maybe filter in some water in between those adult beverages because it's going to feel like 100 to maybe 105, 106. My number three top five storyline or thing I'm looking forward to is do we make the Patriots look silly? Because mm. it's always an early game the Patriots play that they just don't have it. Um, <laughs> and if we do, in front of that crowd, it's going to be lit. Oh, Sunday late afternoon. Oh, Sunday late afternoon. Get on your feet. Game on. You could have just pulled up the lyrics. It would have been a lot better. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Coach, why did it seem like you didn't have an answer for Blake Bortles today? They just executed better. We didn't play our best game. Coach, your football team always seems to start slow, but eventually get it together come midseason. Do you expect the same this season? We just need to execute better. Did you plan on making any changes to the offense or defense? Yeah, I, I called Josh at halftime. We'll be fine. Josh McDaniels? I, I said we need to execute better. You didn't say that. You said you called Josh. Who's Josh? We're out of Detroit. Okay. Wow, we yeah, we got um they never aired that part of their press conference, but we got it exclusively here for you. Uh keep it teal. Forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> um yeah, wow. So we'll get into that Josh Gordon thing later, but yikes. We're we're not we're not pressing a panic button, but we're we're scared. Yeah. We're a little nervous. A little nervous, but it's not time to think about that. Yeah, yet. let's talk, let's be happy. Let's Welcome be happy. to episode 2 of Keep It Teal. We told you the Jaguars were going to beat the Patriots. We, did. we told you it was going to be electric. It was a hot game. Very hot game. I think it was a good omen from the beginning. There was cloud coverage for most of the game. No Fournette, no problem. Seems like we've gotten used to winning without him and I like it. But we still kind of need him a little. He's good running back. But like we said last week, I was interested to see the Yeldon Grant duo. They did just fine, though we didn't need them in the run game because Bortles was on fire. They accumulated only 71 yards on 14 carries. But if I want to unnecessarily break that down for you, which I do, that's five yards per carry, which is half a first down per carry, and that sounds good to me. What? <laughs> I don't think I've heard anyone ever break it down like, well, that he runs half a first yard every carry. <laughs> that's one way to put it. Half a first down per carry. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sky looked amazing after the game. It was it was like was Jacksonville said, hey, you just got this W. Look at the sky on your way out the stadium. Great post-game video you had, by the way. Yeah. Me dancing and yeah. then turning to the sunset. Beautiful. Find, find beautiful that scene. at Andy Willis on Twitter. Uh, and the, you're right. The clouds are covering most of the game. I was terrified. Hottest game, they said. Hottest game in NFL history or since like 2000-something. It was hot. It was like it was 102, 105-something. Phoenix yeah. weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it it wasn't dry, you know. It wasn't yeah, it dry. wasn't dry. Um, tailgate while it, while the clouds were covering and making it a almost perfect day, the tailgate was brutally hot. Tailgate was hotter than being in the game. Sitting. Oh down. yeah, you get a beer, you have to finish it in five minutes, <laughs> or else you're drinking room temperature and then eventually hot beer. I didn't have a lot of fun at the tailgate. Really? You came late. It killed my yeah, vibe a little. I know, mine and I, too. And I had to code it. I had to start with Zane and his friends. No, no offense, Zane, if you're listening. 
But I started tailgating at around like two o'clock, yes, and I was I know, before I know. no before I even knew what the situation was before the tailgate. I thought we were gonna be out there at like nine thirty or ten, yeah. up until like four o'clock. I was at work, so I, I I made the most fun out of it. But the tailgate wasn't wasn't uh, the best. There were a lot of other storylines that we had in our top five from last episode uh, that we will look back on. Um, so let's look, revisit the top five from last week because we caught a lot. Um, let's start with the lit crowd. We were uh, talking about how if we start catching fire, if the Jaguars start catching fire and are beating the Patriots, uh, then the crowd is going to be insane. And it was. And Tom Brady acknowledged it. I mean, we've come a long way, Jacksonville. Um, this is from an article. Wish I could source it, but don't have the link. <laughs> It says, lamenting the team's slow start to the game, Brady acknowledged that the Jacksonville crowd remained a factor. It's not, it's just, (laughs) it's just not the way to play a good team, said Brady. We had to do a better job early to give ourselves a more competitive game. Take the crowd out of it, but the crowd's in it for 60 minutes and they challenged the communication. It made for a long day. Just sounds like it was hot. That's all that sounds like to me. No, he said crowd was in it for 60 minutes. They they challenged the communication. You think Brady's worried about the crowd? He said it. He literally said it. But can you believe how far we've come? That we're shaking Brady. Oh, but no, us. But you do remember when the we backed the Patriots down a lot. Like we had them down in their own field, uh-huh. like most of the game. That punter, so punter. that loud section that we should have been in. We, you know, we, we, we should have been, been there. Would have been able to stand. We saw Jalen Ramsey hyping the crowd up. They were getting loud, and Patriots kept going three and out down there. They couldn't get a first down down there. They couldn't pass to anybody because we were locking down the guys that spread the ball. The Patriots had no one to go to all game. It was glorious to watch. And the Patriots fans, that uh, they could not take it. No, they could not handle losing to the Jaguars. Driving all the way down here from Boston, they could not stand sitting next to these Jaguar fans and hearing us talk all the crap we were talking. I see nothing like it. No. Nothing like in any sport. I have not seen fans act that way when they're dead. There was one Patriot fan, the young gentleman in front of us, that was a good sport about it. He was like... He was fun. Yeah, he was fun. It was. I think it was because he brought a friend who was a Jags fan. Yeah. But my goodness, guys. The other Patriots fans we were sitting around... Specifically the woman from behind you from your video that went viral with, what, a million views now? Close. Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> 830,000. Oh. Almost there. It should. It, it better hit a million a week, but... If you tagged me, <laughs> would have gotten more followers on Twitter, but... I'm sorry. Yeah. I put you in the replies. I know I'd like to bury your tags on Twitter. You do? You saw my Instagram <laughs> comment? I did. So you, tagged, so you posted it to Instagram, and then you tagged me in the comments. They bury my tag. Well, I didn't tag you saying, yo, this is Andy next to me. I tagged you, like, making a comment, saying something to you. Wow. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so let's play. So yeah, Eric had a video that you probably saw it. Hopefully um, you did. It's pretty funny if you're a Jags fan, which you should be if you're listening to Keep It Teal. This isn't Keep It Red, White, and Blue. You need me So let's uh, let's preface the video saying that we got to our seats. We were hype, and we're used to sitting in section 124. It's the standing encouraged section. Yep. So we're used to standing literally the whole game. Um, so we're standing up. The it was the beginning of the game. You know we're hype. Uh, juices are flowing, kickoff, you know, you, you get chills, goosebumps, you want to mm. stand up, you want to watch your defense, you want to watch your offense. No chills, hot. Um, <laughs> by the way, we're in L of the Week uh, segment right now, and L of the Week is going to Patriots fans. Um, 
So we're standing up and these people, you know, out of town, as if from Boston, they're in town for the game. Now they're probably in Boston. When you go to New England games up there, they're used to winning. So they're sitting down. It's like going to the movies for them. They know the ending's going to be good. You go to a movie, you see a Hollywood movie, you know what you're getting in the end, especially you go to a superhero movie, all they all the same. The good guy's going to win. Right. So they're, they're sitting down, got the popcorn, relax and propping the feet up. And they would just want to relax and see a W. But us Jaguars fans, were rowdy. So we're standing the whole game. We're excited. We're pumped. But us, the, the people behind us, they're not used to that. Uh, so they got a little agitated because I'm six foot tall. Eric's six foot five. Yep. They couldn't see over us. They had to keep looking at the boards. Well, they're pretty big boards. So that's <laughs> they're why, very, very big. That's why they're there. And then this one girl was not having it. Um, what was the alter- start with the altercation in the beginning of the game? Uh, she tapped me on the back specifically and said, "Can you can you guys sit down, please?" No, I think at this point we were winning. Don't did you, you made her sound really polite? You, you you don't want to look like a bad guy here. <laughs> well, it's on video, so no, the beginning of the game. Ain't. Okay, well, she didn't say anything mean to me, but she was like, "Can you guys sit down?" She had an attitude, of course, She's a Patriots fan. Yeah, you're down. You're to the Jaguars wars. I have a trouble saying that, but. She said, can you guys sit down, please? And I'm like, we're like, well, I think you sat down. Yeah, you, nice. You're, you're nice. You're a little polite. But I was energized. I was like, I don't like confrontation. I was like, no, I can't sit down. I'm We're winning right now. And I didn't buy these tickets to sit down. I'll sit down when I want to, when it's a dead ball, when it's a timeout. I'm not sitting down when we're up and we have momentum or we're on defense and we're trying to get a third and out. So I said, no, I can't sit down. You would be standing if you guys what were if, winning. What if Jalen was on the field and he saw you sitting? He would. You would roast me. Yeah. You would roast. You don't me. want. You don't want to be seen by the players. We're. I mean, we're kind of high, but I think they can see us. So I told this lady, I was like, "You would be standing too if you guys had the lead." And I was like, "I'm gonna cheer every time we get a first down. Every time we score, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna be standing. I'm gonna be cheering. And if you, if the Patriots can even do that, if they can even muster that this game, oh. I'm sure you'll be doing that as well. Oh. And that set her off." Because they were, they were losing at that point in the first quarter, and that is not what they wanted to hear from me. I won't get into my looks, but I, you can figure it out. They were not happy, and they did not like me. But as the game played on, they kind of kept their cool because the Patriots started, you know, making and, and, a, making and a we, battle. Of and it. we did start sitting down. Yeah, um, we did because we weren't standing up the entire game. You know, you get tired, and there's a lot of moments in the game where it's not exciting. So we're like, okay, we'll sit. You know, but obviously you're going to stand up for the big moments in the game. And there's a lot of big moments in a game like this. But she kept her cool. But at the end of the game, they like saved all of their built up energy and just took it out. Frustration. And unleashed it all out three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I didn't even mean to videotape them. I didn't know this was going to go down. We were recording for the reaction video that we do weekly you can find that on youtube at eric v dunn and on facebook at eric v dunn mm-hmm. youtube.com slash the first coast news you can oh. find that on, on there. just watch it on every platform we post it on so we were recording for that video and she had walked away a little bit because i guess they were leaving her and her husband and she comes back and she taps drew on the shoulder and says i can't talk to your friend because he's an asshole this is exactly what she said i have to bleep that out <laughs> i can't talk to your friend because he's an a-hole and she said something else, but I don't remember what she said. And then 
Um, I was like, at least a holes win, boy. And I guess she was, she did, she probably wasn't expecting a reaction out of me. And she says, "You ruined this, my. You ruined the stadium for me today. Do you know that? You're such a something something." Then she's then she flips your hat. Yeah, she flips my. She says, "You two are the worst people I've ever seen," or something like that. She said, that. "You too." She she said, "You too." I didn't say anything to her. I was she nice said, to you her. guys. She said, "You guys." Oh, oh, it was nice. No, she's not nice. No, she's not nice. But she I said, I was. She's like, "You guys are literally the worst to have ever seen," or something like that. And then she flips my hat off my head. I had to verbally attack her. I didn't call her any names. I was just like using very um, whatever came to my mind. Really, that was respectful but accurate. <laughs> <laughs> But in the end, they left, and her husband wanted to fight me. He told me to come to the aisle and see how it ended. I don't think you wanted to know. <laughs> but after the game, I, I kind of played that scenario out in my head, and uh, that would have been good. First of all, we're on the steep 400 level in the stadium. One of us is going to have an advantage because we're going to be on the higher step. I've done this before. I was at the Bills playoff game, and I fell over the chair. So I wasn't trying to do this again and be on social media on the ground looking like I lost a fight. That wasn't vi- actually a fight. Two viral videos, though. Exactly. So Jaguars need me in there. We're getting a lot of coverage for this team. But nonetheless, I love saying that word. We won. They're not coming back to Duval. Hope to never see their face again. But we might if Josh Gordon and Patriots come to town when we're hosting them in the AFC Championship game. Mm. Yikes. So this is newish for us. Uh, in the past, before last year, like we would be the ones leaving with our tail between our legs. But now we get to talk smack to the Patriots fans. Patriots fans? Like, it almost doesn't seem fair. We've waited so long for this. We're watching the highlights now. The NFL Network's showing it. And I just can't believe I said, put some respect on Bortles' name. I can't believe we are allowed to leave the stadium singing goodbye to the opposing fans. This just feels nothing that I've felt before as a fan. And now we expect it every week. Yeah, and, we do. I mean, no, there is no better any other 31 teams. If you want to kick other fans out of your stadium after destroying them all, destroying their team all game, it's all Patriots games. fans. Like, literally, <laughs> we could talk smack from whistle to whistle. There was, there was no positive moment for the Patriots. No, even when they scored that late touchdown, they knew that yeah. it was over. I don't think they did because they were still talking – a little bit of junk. They were like, it ain't over. Uh, 11. You're down 11. There's like five. We kept hearing, uh, just wait to the second half. Wait to the second half. We've all seen it. And then it was fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. <laughs> it's fourth quarter Brady. Two minutes left. Two minutes then, left. You we know, can score. Onside kick. And then back of my head, I knew it's Tom Brady. Yeah. At least we didn't go up 28 to 3. We weren't going to admit that, though. But we knew in our heads, yeah, it's Tom Brady. He could do that. But in, in my head, I was like, no, we really got this. We got this. And we did. And I can't, I can't stop talking about it, but is we got to move on because there's, there's 13 more games to play. I don't know math. There's 14. <laughs> you actually don't know math. We got one, two, three more games in the, in the playoffs. That's true. We have 17 more games to play. You got an L of the week? Um, I do. Spe- Aside from Patriots fans? <laughs> Speaking of Patriots taking L's. Not only do the fans take the L, but how about the Patriots' best receiver on the team going for two catches, 15 yards? That man is Rob Gronkowski. Please hold this L of the week. 
Um, there were no Patriots receivers over 75 yards. Yikes. And why did I do so specifically to 75 yards? It's why? because the leading receiver on the Patriots had 73. Oh. So I had to make it look. You said 73. Yeah, could have better. <laughs> a little bit better, two yards better. If I saw seventy three, I would be like, "Oh my god, seventy five, seventy five. It's all right, almost to a hundred, <laughs> a quarter away." Yeah, exactly. Um, but man, hey, how about the how about the video of Brady yelling on the bench, and then Josh McDaniels screaming at the offensive line or a whole offense? Yeah. What do you think they were saying? I can't. Believe- Imagine I- the Patriots mic'd up that game. I need to hear that. Ooh, maybe they got a segment. Oh, uh, did you see our our mic dub is Telvin? Mm-mm. It's on the Jags website, probably. Yeah, always is. You always send it to me. Uh huh. <laughs> this I week it? though, is I. Maybe it's the not... maybe the Patriots has theirs on their website. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Um, I actually have a W of the week. Oh, really? This is new. It goes to CBS. For a 14.0 overnight rating. Is that good? Still, <laughs> still not sure what that means, but I do know this because they, they tweeted this. The NFL on CBS scores best opening NFL national game rating in three years. National 425 Eastern Time, New England at Jacksonville, is highest rating game, rated game of day on any network with an average household rating share of 14.0. Okay, whatever. I don't know what 14, huh? I, I don't know what 14.0 <laughs> means, but I know that it was the best opening NFL national game rating in 3 years. That's crazy. So, are we going to are we going to get more respect? What do we have? Two primetime games? Yeah, we're going to get we're going to get flexed. Come on, two primetime. Speaking of getting flexed, uh besides my forearm right here. Good one. Um the Jaguars and Chiefs look like they're on a collision course for the AFC Championship game this year, if everything holds now up. Now that's a hot take. It's not really. <laughs> Two games in. Uh, and speaking of getting flexed, they play October 7th. And It's like three weeks away. You can flex games October 7th. It starts that week. It, no, it begins the Sunday of week five. Is that October 7th? I think that might be October 7th. Um, that is. So up to two games may be flexed into Sunday nights between weeks five and ten. But it's been a while since I think it's been a while since they flexed um, the game. Okay, only Sunday afternoon games are subject to being moved into Sunday night window. The game that has been tentatively scheduled for Sunday night during flex weeks will be listed at eight fifteen. The majority of games on Sundays will be listed at one p.m. Okay, the NFL will decide. After consultation, after consultation with CBS, Fox, NBC, then after the NFL, and announced as early as possible the game played at eight fifteen. The announcement will come no later than twelve days prior to the game. So do the math, and it's twelve days before October seventh. We'll know if the Jaguars and Chiefs will be playing on Sunday Night Football. Why not? Especially if both teams are undefeated. Is that what you're hoping for? Oh Is yeah, just that game anymore. Well, this is probably the most likely one. Yeah, because we got Eagles in London. Steelers, yeah. Steelers, Steelers already, already prime, prime. Yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> they love. They love yeah, Sunday they night. Like, yeah, but Cowboys and Cowboys are, are home. They're not gonna be nice. Um, Imagine they go. Where are we at? They're like seven and one when we play them. Getting flexed. <laughs> uh, some quick hitting topics from the game before we get into next week. Uh, the referees. 
we had a lot to complain about last time we played the Patriots. Oh yeah. But I think they were good for the most part. No phantom pass interference calls. They kind of you saw. Well, you didn't see, but if you're listening to this, you probably saw on Telvin Smith's mic'd up uh, segment on Jaguars.com. He said to Miles Jack, "They're letting us play out here," and they were. Telvin kind of had a break on a pass to Gronk where he kind of tugged him from behind and went over his shoulder a hair early. Um, but it didn't get called. Uh, but there was a play that got called, and it was Telvin Smith's hit. Yeah. He hit one was, of the white receivers. <laughs> pick one. Not sure who it was. And I think it was uh, I think it was Hogan. Hogan, probably. Yeah. He um, laid him out. Or Hollister. Remember, you're like, who is that? Hollister. I'm they still rec- saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a receiver named Hollister. Um, so cut. <laughs> with the referees in this season in the big in the big hits, I feel like if there is a big hit and it makes you at home go, we, or, said, the, we said the same thing. <laughs> or if it makes the referees go, ooh, ooh. I think they throw a flag yeah. and then they figure it out later. Yeah. Because you don't want there because in the back of their mind they're like, oh shoot, Roger Goodell probably saw that. Throw the flag, and then they they huddle up, and then they make. That's when they make up the rule. Yeah, they, oh, is this rule they broke? Yeah, I said if it makes the ref jump a little when they see it live, then they're like, oh, flag. Yeah, and then they're like they huddle around. Did you, did you guys see that? Yeah, what, what are we? What are we gonna gonna call, should we pick it up? What are we gonna call this one? Uh, I mean, we call, we haven't given him a flag with, all day. He hit with his shoulder. He hit with his shoulder, but he lowered his head. I don't yeah. know it was like all. It was like shoulder pads up under the helmet, kind of. He it was a form, nice form tackle. He yeah. moved his head to the <clears> side. And hit him with the shoulder. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I you can that. you can do a boring tackle where you just grab him by the grab him and then pull <laughs> him down. down. Yeah. I guess that's what they want. I don't hey, know. I'm just glad it didn't affect the game, but it was yes, it was exactly. a horrible call in the moment. Um, looking at the players from the game that I think stood out to me, uh, Corey Coco, like Fournette likes to call him, Coco Grant. He is becoming my if he's not already my favorite player to watch on offense. Unless Keelan Cole keeps grabbing balls out of the air. With and the only arm. time we're going to get to see him is if Fournette's hurt. I know. Isn't that sad? Unless That's he like... bumps up in the depth chart. <sighs> we'll, ha- we'll get to that later about Fournette and when he plays. Is it better for the offense? Is it worse? Um, but right now, I'm enjoying Corey Grant. But we And Yeldon's nice. Like, if you take Fournette out, do you want Yeldon in there? Because he can receive. But Corey, it's like every time he well, touched the ball, he made five people miss. They're both receiving backs, but they are good at missing or dodging tackles. Fournette's Yel- the runner. Yeldon's vision is amazing. Corey Grant's quickness and suddenness. I've never seen. We have our very own Darren Sproles. Yep, we do. It's literally That's Darren Sproles. I loved Darren Sproles. Oh, such he's a, so fun. Such a tiny little fast player. <laughs> I mean, there were yeah, there were times when uh, you looked. It looked like Corey was like dead. The defense come dead to rights, and he does one little juke and then gets around three people. It's yeah, beautiful. So fast. He always got a first down. Yep. I saw yeah. one where it was like third down, and he was super short, and he was facing like two Patriots. He went in between them, fell forward. He's awesome. Um, Blake Bortles. What? Like, we? Can, I don't think I could say enough about Blake <laughs> what more, Bortles. What more do you need to say? Yeah. You guys saw it with your own eyes. Um, Dimes. I saw... <laughs> Trent Dilfer went on Rich Eisen show, and Trent Dilfer has been a huge Blake Bortles criticist, yep. critic, critic, criticist. Uh, you <laughs> nodded your head. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, criticist. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a word. Um, it did. He said, uh, or this is a tweet from Rich Eisen. Uh, Trent Dilfer is man enough to admit. Did you hear that? Yeah, my stomach's growling. 
Trent Dilfer is man enough to admit when he makes an evaluation mistake, and he has done it done so with Jaguars quarterback Blake Bortles after he thrashed the Patriots on Sunday. And he did. He went. Trent Dilfer went on the show, and he uh, told a story about how he went up to Blake at one of Blake's found uh, charity events or some golf tournament maybe, and he apologized to him, <laughs> and he told him why. And he he Blake, said, I'm sorry, you're not trash. And he said he he said on the show he said Blake has arrived. And I apologize for all the negative things I said about him. Now, we have a few more. We have a few more writers and experts that need to come forward and admit their their mistake, but including me, admit their mistake. Um, but but are they wrong yet? No, though? he he was he, Blake deserved the criticism that he got, but Is there it, were critics last year when he would play good that still called him the worst quarterback in the yeah, league. He's not the worst. By far, he's not the worst. Some other guy, um, Chris Sims or whatever his name is, has him as like the number 40 quarterback in the league. Like worse than backups. Mm. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's clear bias and people that are afraid to go back on their old takes. Unless you're Trent Dilfer. I respect that. Um, not getting an apology from Colin Coward. No. I, I just saw that he has us uh, ranked number four now. So we weren't even ranked last week, but we beat his uh, Patriots, so... He put it. He finally gave us respect. Not enough, but um, speaking of Blake, I don't know if you saw this, but I knew that it was going to be the good Blake, and something was going to, special was going to happen today or Sunday when the Patriots had a free blitzer up the middle, and Blake shoop, stepped to the side, yep. avoided him, stepped and up. Not only did he just step up, but he didn't look to run. He didn't panic. He kept his eyes downfield and delivered a dime for a first down. So and when he did run, he was oh my god, bro! Blake Bortles looked like a, a linebacker out there running. Remember that play where he ran and he lowered his shoulder to yes. get the first down? I was like, oh my god, Blake, don't do that! You're gonna I break know. your neck. But again, <laughs> at the same time, I was fired up. Yeah, exactly. And oh then late god. in the game, he spun to get a first down. Yeah, he was pulling out all the Xbox he's, controller moves. Yeah. <laughs> he is the he's the prototype you want: big, strong, yep. fast, accurate. This is the best game that I've seen him play. Don't call him Andrew Luck. Considering what was at stake and considering the opponent and the dimes he threw, this is the best best performance. He had no choice. I, I kept saying, the coach probably said, yo, Leonard Fournette's not playing. We need you to step up this game. Yeldon and Corey Grant aren't going to get us 28 points. You got to step up. You got to have a pass game when, you're, when your top rusher is out. And that's exactly what Blake did. He took the offense and he came out swinging. All right, some other people to talk about. Keelan Cole, catch of the year, catch of the last, catch since Odell's catch. <laughs> um, I, I saw a reporter go up to him in the in the locker room or on the video, and he said, uh, oh, man, that was like, what would you think about your catch? It was like an Odell catch. Don't say that to him. He's not trying to be Odell. He's his own person. He's in the yeah. same league. That's he, like He's he, trying to create his own legacy. Yes. Keelan Cole. Keelan. That, was a, that was a Keelan catch. Uh, D.D. Westbrooks. Oh, and then Keelan Cole's touchdown where he ran into the to the tunnel afterwards. Oh, yeah. Blake just delivered a dime. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like that Kirk Cousins throw at the end of the game. It just right Boop. between the arms. D.D. Yep. Westbrook's late four quarter score. Yeah, when we were when we were up by ten something. We were up. That's we were up, and we were shook by that I touchdown. Was, yeah, <laughs> I was like, how is he still going? And how, how are we still passing? Doug Marone was like, mm, you didn't like my calling last last time we played him. 
He caught that like five yards short yeah, at was first. A, he was, he's pretty much wide open, and it was a crossing route. Yeah. He caught it, followed some blocks, turned the corner, and, and it was gone. He was fast. And that sealed the game. Yep. We were hyped. Oh, my God. <laughs> we the were Patri- so hyped. I think the Patriots fans were kind of like, yo, we might have a chance. And then that happened. Yeah, that like happened. Icing, it was a just ice the game. Uh, D.D. Westbrooks. Oh, just, just read that. Dante Fowler, strip sack. Welcome back. Mm. Nice to have you. That was after we threw an interception too. Yeah, we took it, it was right so back. So clutch, and right it wasn't back. it wasn't an interception on Blake. Yeah. He threw it to the guy's hands. Got tipped. Um, Cam Robinson out for the year, torn ACL. I'm worried about that because I don't think Josh Wells is going to hold up until the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so we're gonna have to figure oh, out God. maybe when cuts come along, um, maybe before the trade deadline. Look, they're showing the undefeated teams over there on the NFL Network. Uh, looks nice. Look at Florida. I don't like I don't like Florida up there, you know? It's weird. Like, I want to be the only... I don't want... Because I think they're flukes. Well, not flukes, but they're not as good as we are. So, come three more weeks, hopefully they're not up there anymore. But the thing, Did you see Rashad Green get uh, re-signed? I didn't. You got re-signed. I saw. I thought, I thought. I saw you tweet about it, or was it in here? I think it was in there. Yeah, Cam Robinson. He got placed on IR, so they signed Rashad Rashad Green. Green. You know what? For being as worried as I was about a wide receivers, and as sad I as I am watching Allen Robinson play, ugh, they're just so good. Like our wide receivers are making me forget about number twelve on the Bears. Well, Blake made him good too. Yes, of course. But they did well. You got to give credit to both. You got to catch it, you know. Speaking of Josh Wells, his performance Sunday, he went unnoticeable, which is a great thing for an offensive lineman. Um, I actually didn't even notice any Patriots defenders that game, so. <laughs> Not that's always existing. <laughs> you got any players you want to talk about? Um, Josh Lambeau. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Especially for a weekend that was completely awful, historically awful for kickers. We just finished watching the replay of the Vikings-Packers. Imagine not having a kicker that you can rely on. And seeing the Browns game. They were talking about how they had to get rid of their kicker. We got rid of our kicking woes last season. Thank God we took care of that last season. All we did was just sign Josh Lambeau, who's a free agent. How? How was he a free agent? Everyone was everyone was making their kicks last year. I guess we were we had Jason Myers. You remember how many oh. extra points that guy? Yeah, missed? he made me nervous on extra points. Josh Lambeau, I'm I'm confident up to like sixty yards. Hey, but when you have an offense like the one we had on Sunday, you don't need well, you need your kicker, but you don't need to rely on one. I wonder if we even needed one. We Did only we, made one field goal, or took we only how many took extra one field points? goal. Um, four, but we won by yeah. We yeah. didn't need them. <laughs> we didn't need them that game. We need them against the Giants. Yes, but. You know, hey, we took care of that last season. Josh Lambeau, you're clutch. We love you. 50 yarders, daggers. Don't call him Dan Bailey. <laughs> um, all right. On to some more. On to some depressing Yeah, some news. Dis- disheartening news. What's Should wrong? I, no, I didn't hear that. No. Stomach growl again. Hey. Pagers. So I, t- I tweeted Monday morning, you know, waking up the day after the game. Um, I, I watched the replay in my... In my uh, my living room, and after watching, I tweeted, you know, I hope we didn't scare the Patriots into signing Josh Gordon. He actually tweeted this, guys. I tweeted that, and then a few hours later, Adam Schefter, or was it Ian Rappaport, 
tweeted that. Oh, I think it's Ian. Yeah, it was Ian. You yeah, sent me the tweet. First name basis. <laughs> he said, uh, "Patriots are seriously considering, or it's it's not done. It's not official yet, but it's happening." And I was like, "Oh boy, because, <laughs> you jinxed it." <laughs> because then I saw a tweet that said, "Patriots potential weapons in Week Five." So this is the week that they get Edelman back. Rob Gronkowski, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Julian, <laughs> uh, Chris Hogan, James White, Burkhead, and Michelle. Hey, but for us, that Week Five matchup is against the Colts. So you know, we can, we can be so the Colts will be what one and four. Yay! <laughs> you know they're good. They're gonna they're they're gonna be better than what they were last year. They're Come not on. they're not concerned. My concern is the Patriots having these weapons not for week five, for week five to week sixteen. I'm not worried, man. I think you're worrying too much, bro. We just beat them. Who cares? Without- who cares about these players? I gotta think in the present moment right now. The Dolphins are leading the division. Ugh, this happens a lot. The Dolphins are leading the division, Doesn't man. Matter. They, they got Amendola, Amendola revenge game. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I just don't want you to put this bad taste in my mind because we think about this: Gronkowski going over the middle, Josh oh. Gordon on the on the side on the fly. So you got those two stretched in the field, and then little shallow crossing routes. You got Chris Hogan. You got Julian Edelman. You have James White out of the backfield. He got the two-bag set on the shotgun. Oh, it's not good, guys. It's not looking good. Our only hope is... Chiefs. Yes. We need <laughs> one of these teams. I don't see any other AFC team. You think Patrick Mahomes going to knock Brady out of the playoffs? Who else is going to be in the... We're not getting the Steelers in the playoffs. Oh, God. The Bengals make the playoffs. Bengals are, are the Bengals beating the Patriots in the playoffs? No. no. Oh boy, we're Gosh. if it. Who I don't want to play the Patriots again this year, based on this potential offense that they're going to be wielding. Um, oh, I mean, I hate to, I hate to finish our recap of the game with some bad news. Looking forward, but but we're realists. We're yeah. realists and we're practical, and we let this, our feelings get in the way of facts. This is what we're going to have to look forward to later in the year, and it we got to tell ugly. you now, so you're not surprised when it comes. Because the way we were playing right now, it, it's going to continue. I don't see us regressing. So you know we're going to... The Patriots are the Patriots. It's going to happen. So just get ready for it. Don't be surprised when you see all these guys on the field in the playoffs in January. Just pray that we have a perfect game. It's going to take one. It didn't take one. This side. We did have a perfect game Sunday, but it didn't take that. We were that good. They were that bad. You still can't believe we beat the Patriots. <laughs> I can't either. But it's um, over. We got to move on to the Titans. <laughs> and speaking of that, we're 4-0 now uh, without Fournette. And we're not sure if we're going to have him for Sunday. But you Who know cares? what? We're nice. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't think it's a storyline anymore. Usher? I don't think his availability is a storyline anymore. Because we see what Blake can do when he's told that, hey, we're going to have to, we're doing more, we're going to be more creative. We're not going to line Fournette up and run on first down. They'll still make it a storyline. Of course. But we're not on this show. Yeah, we won't. Because we've, we we've seen it. Yeah, we know Blake's nice. We know Corey Grant <laughs> yelled in. Nice. Are you kidding me? That's such a nice one-two punch. Austin Severian. I'm joking. Mm. <laughs> he caught a touchdown. He did. He did. I was happy to see that. He did. I expected more from him, though. I hope to see more from him after what he did in the Jets last year. How about I started 
Keelan Cole and Safarian Jenkins because I had two injured players. And I was like, you know what, I'll grab from what I know, you know? And I put a Keelan Cole in my lineup, Safarian Jenkins, touchdown, bloop, touchdown, bloop. And that one-handed catch, Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole got a lot of targets. Did you win? Uh, do we have to play an injured Mar- – <laughs> this is the next storyline. Do we have to play an injured Marcus Mariota Sunday or – oh, he looks like he plays injured. Blaine Gabbert. We're playing Blaine Gabbert probably. Really? <clears throat> yeah. You think Mariota won't play? If we play uh, Blaine No, because I, I looked it up. I looked up Mariota's injury just to see because I was preparing myself to – be worried about this game because we have trouble with this team for some reason. Yeah. And if we have trouble with Blaine Gabbert-led Titans, <laughs> I'm done. We had trouble with the Blaine Gabbert-led Cardinals, so what's the difference? Without David Johnson. So that's, that's as, what worries me. As long as Bayard, the safety, isn't, isn't behind court. center. As long as, as long as he's not behind the center yeah. in the punt coverage. If he's the emergency quarterback, we don't want to injure Blaine Gabbert because <laughs> we don't want Bayard to step in there. But the reason I don't think Mariota is playing is because they said Mariota? It doesn't matter what his name is. He's losing. You say you, you pronounce a lot of things weird. <laughs> Mariota, Mariota, which Mariota, one is it? Mariota, I think. Mari? Mar- I think I said both. You say Jaguars, too? Yeah, I do. Yeah, don't say that. I'm from New York. Oh, no, you're not here. <laughs> it d- doesn't mean they pronounce it like that, number one. Number two, you're born there or something. Okay, whatever. Born in Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> that's not how they talk. <laughs> it was born in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, but they said Mariota's injury isn't pain-related. He has numbness when he holds a football. That sounds like CTE. So that's why he's not been playing, because it, uh, it affects his grip on the ball. So it's not a pain-related elbow injury, it's nerves. So hopefully the nerves still make you numb, Mariota, because we don't want you in there. I normally have I normally have numbness when I show up to games after all that drinking. <laughs> um, so the conversation coming into the year, I don't know if you remember this, but it was the Jags will have a target on their backs now because of last year. No one's going to be sleeping on them. What the hell does that mean? They think that because teams know who we are now, that it's going to be different. And I want to know how. Like, are people did, did the teams not prepare for us last year because they didn't know who we were? They knew who we were when we were like nine and three, nine and four. Was this combo before the Jalen talk or after the Jalen? It was before talk? and after. Oh, Jags have a target on their back now. It's going to be interesting to see who's the enemy. Uh, the, the, uh, the opponent that week, they're, I guess if we weren't good, they'd be like, eh, it's the Jaguars, we won't prepare. They they act like we're some team that's been dominating the league for years. We had a good year once last year after years of failure. And they thought that because they thought we wouldn't be ready. Oh, there's the Bayard. <laughs> yep. Wide open, and then he just does a little, oh, maybe. <laughs> 66 yards. What a throw. He threw that up like he was shooting a Dirk Nowinski jump shot. That would never happen on us. And why didn't they have anyone set up? Yeah, why no one was on him? What? That's not normal. Bloop. That won me my matchup. We're watching the Prince of Mokamara. Thank Pick God six. he didn't tackle him. Mike. Oh, can, you would have lost fantasy. <laughs> Isn't it fantasy crazy? You would have lost if he was tackled at the ten yard line. I needed that. Scoop. I needed that six. Bling. That's good. Did you stay up for that? Mm, oh no, you were at the. Game. the I was like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, point is, Jaguars aren't the enemy here. Every other team's the enemy because we're out here to get back what we should have had last season, which is a Super Bowl ring. 
It was ripped from us by the by the referees who love the Patriots so much. And then the Eagles said, not so fast. Hmm. Nick Foles said that. Well, we need to beat the Titans and the Jets. We have to start 4-0 because we do have the Eagles and the Chiefs on our schedule. I think we have the Chiefs after that, after we'd be 4-0. Yeah, we have Titans, Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. God dang. Why well, know the schedule? <laughs> we are, right? We're, be- we're beating the Titans if they start playing Gabbert, and we're beating the Jets. Rookie quarterback isn't doing anything against the Jaguars defense. Titans run game has been non-existent so far this season. So they're going to have to rely on the pass. And how how is Blaine Gabbert going to defeat us? I don't I can't see it happening, but I've seen, I've seen it before. I've seen it. I've seen this team beat us so many times. I don't know how they do it, but they find a way and it's so annoying. I think if we open it up like we did versus the Patriots and get clever, tell Blake to throw it. I think we have a chance. Oh, a chance. <laughs> I think we have a very good chance in front of the home crowd. We should be fine. You have an outfit picked out yet? <clears throat> Not yet. We should be fine, though. How many clothes did you go through? <clears throat> I brought one pair. Two pair. I brought two shirts. And you sweat through the first one. I saw that. Yeah, okay. very. A lot of lot of boxed wine on it. I was changed that, and then I sweat through the, the next set of clothes. I was wearing a dry fit shirt, and then I had my Ramsey jersey over. It was hot, but I survived. And I had my visor. I gotta bring a change of underwear next time. I I followed through. I said on the last podcast episode that I would be rocking a visor and uh, my new Ramsey jersey. I'm sorry, I hated it. It looked cute. It did, right? It did. I'm sorry. Like the hair sticking out. Yep. You know how to rock it. Mm-hmm. Didn't look like Gruden. It looked better. Thank God. <laughs> Although, sign me up. Ten years, hundred mil. <laughs> oh, and two. Thanks. All I got to say is Blaine Gabbert didn't beat us last year with the Cardinals. Phil Dawson did. Phil Dawson. How do you remember the kicker? Because I was watching it in a lobby of a hotel. And I was okay. like, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson, you 57-yard field goal. Damn. Damn. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not worried. I'm not worried. If he had Larry Fitzgerald, who did the Titans have? Corey Davis? Come on. Corey Davis. Deion Lewis. He, he ate us up in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Who's our head coach? Malarkey. He got fired. It's uh, Vrabel. Vrabel. Vrabel from the, from the Texans. Mm. Texans aren't looking hot either. Yeah. It's the Jaguars division now. It is. Get used to it. Colt's going to finish second. Winter is here. Mark that. Hey, one last thing about the Jags. We gave up zero sacks. That's amazing. Zero sacks and Blake was not afraid to run it, like I said earlier. And we just—I've never seen him play that good. We talked about it. never seen him play that good. Need more of that boldness. All right, guys, um, that's this week's episode. Uh, if you see us at the game, say hi. Uh, might big time you. Um, nothing's on my mind. Okay, really this week. I'm just you, you know. weren't concerned about my procedure. Not really. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> Got colonoscopy today, boys and girls. Girl. <laughs> uh, you have any questions? Your ass hurt? Uh, I did go to the bathroom and there's a little blood. And I don't know what that's from. Is it from the probe? I don't know. You got the procedure. He didn't tell you if your ass would be bleeding after no. you stuck a tube down your A little nervous. Anyway, did if you find anything? No, I'm healthy. No cancer. I'm healthy. No that's cancer. Um, no... 
How how was it being a uh, under? Oh man, have you ever been? No, I haven't. I've never had. So a they issue. They put the little oxygen in your nose, little thing, and they roll you on the cart, and you have an IV in your in your arm here, and they roll you in the cart into the room, and they put your uh, they put a heart rate monitor on your Finger. chest. Oh, here. Oh. They put three of these on your chest. And so sticker, and no, it's see, it has a little metal thing. Yeah, they attach uh wires to it so they monitor your heart while you're out. And they put a heart rate monitor in here and they ch- put a blood pressure thing right here. And I can't stand the doctors, I can't stand hearing my heart rate. I never feel my heart because I don't, I don't like it, it freaks me out. <laughs> so once they hooked me up and I started hearing the beep, beep. Beep, beep. I started freaking out. Once I heard it, it went beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and then I started hearing beep, beep. And I thought something was wrong because I knew my heart was beating super fast. And they didn't say anything. I was looking around when it started making noise. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you hear the, you see the shows and it starts going. Eh, eh, and I was doing that and I was scared, but they weren't freaking out. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm not dying. And then the anesthesia, anesthesiologist was talking to me, trying to calm me down, talking to me about, <laughs> talking to me about uh, my work. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell oh, you. so like basically they, they talk to you until you fall asleep. Well, yeah. Well, she didn't put anything in yet. Then she got the anesthesia. She's still talking to me. I'm like, she tells me to roll. He told me to roll over on my left and get comfortable. Turned over and I got my head on the pillow. My heart, I can still hear beep, 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 beep. And, and I'm like, I'm, I know what's going to happen because I have this done before. So I'm not nervous about the procedure. I just can't stand being around wires and doctor stuff and listen to my heart rate. So that's why my heart rate is going off. So I was like, she's trying to talk to me. I was just trying to give answers. And then I saw her put the vial or whatever injected into my IV spot. And I saw that go in and she's still talking to me and things start getting blurry. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. It's happening. I just, I'm good. Good night, guys. I, <laughs> I closed my eyes. And then next thing I know, I didn't have a dream. Next thing I know, I woke up in the... Um, post-op room and it was the best sleep i actually woke up by a nurse who said time to wake up and it was the most, oh i was so pissed because it was the best sleep ever <laughs> and i was so okay when you get up after that because she made me get my clothes on right away and i was so Damn, groggy. right away yeah i was so groggy I'm and pissed. <laughs> if you get put under and you get woken up like early i was only under for like 45 minutes well it only takes 30 minutes for the procedure and when you wake up after that I've never gotten drunk enough to feel as wobbly as I was then, and I was last time. Oh, I had it's drugs. <laughs> it was so bad, like you can't watch it. Did you see my tweet? No. I'll show you my tweet. I tweeted. I tried to tweet as soon as I could after I got done. Should have live streamed. I should have. <laughs> was there shit on the tube? I didn't look at the tube. Did you wipe good? <laughs> I did. I made sure I wiped really good every time. The I doctor's used... going in. Huh? <laughs> Get on here. Here you go. This is my first tweet on the top. <laughs> Try to read it. Just had an old woken t- <laughs> up from anesthesia. Feel like heavily intoxicated. Can't wallage your font pay. <laughs> Why you ate off? So I'll, uh, Why I'll, you ate off? <laughs> so I said just that says just woke up from anesthesia. Feel like heavily intoxicated. Can't walk. Can't type. He said, how I spell everything wrong but anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you a poet. Only no big words. So, yeah, you're completely out of it. You, it's like, you know that feeling when you just wake up from a nap? You're just like, oh, don't talk to me. I need a, I need a minute. Yeah. It's like that times 100. 
Yeah, I I think we said it before in like an old old episode that I never want to be put like to sleep. I don't really? Like, I, I hate hospitals. I hate. And sometimes they them. try to keep you in there. I hate hospitals Sucks. so much. And there's got to be like a bunch of diseases in them places. You'd think, but apparently it's the cleanest place ever. <laughs> <laughs> there's like cancer on the wall. <laughs> Syphilis everywhere. Um, Syphilis. Yeah. Hey, that's our show, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed your Sunday football. There's a lot more to come. <laughs> oh, message us. We have tickets available for $35 in oh, the do? 400 Damn, section. Way to bury the lead. Yeah. Just put that in the beginning. <laughs> Welcome to the episode. We have tickets available for the Titans game. Where's this, where's the seats? Wait, I saw it. We'll talk about this later. All right. Nice. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week after we beat the Titans and prepare for the Jets. It's going to be a great first quarter of the season yep starting off four and be hot so we'll see you then make sure to keep it teal oof was that bad love you guys that bad yeah sorry wrong what